Welcome to the Eyes of Indigo with your infinitely curious hosts, Iris Carter and Margot Ross Sears. Please like, rate, and subscribe to our podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. More information available at facebook.com slash eyesofindigo or at iriscarter.com where you will find a link to the Eyes of Indigo podcast. Hello! <laughs> Aloha! 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 I feel like I need to bring an umbrella and flowers in it or something. <laughs> hey, we need a little coconut with the umbrella. Yeah, yeah. Looking <laughs> island stuff. There you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> better with a coconut in hand than coconut broth. You know? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, fashion and comfort. Hey, we've got. Angie Kopke jumping in with us right away. Hi, Angie. There she is. Yay. Hi. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're going to babble here for a minute or two and let people click in. Yes. And if you're, and Go if ahead. You're I was going to say, well, let us know you're here. Um, be sure to make a comment or say hello so that we know that you're here with us. I can tell we've got a good number of people popping on. Um, we're on Facebook and YouTube live and, um, we're also the audio goes to iTunes and Spotify after I get that up. If anybody wants to get some behind the scenes or more information or follow whatever, you can go to iriscarter.com and, um, hit the link to the eyes of indigo podcast. Um, and yeah, be sure to like, follow, subscribe, whatever it is that each of those requires. We, we want followers and we appreciate everybody being, being here. We love seeing the uh, people that return because that means you like us. You really, really <laughs> like us. <laughs> and But we also welcome our new viewers and, and love to get to know you as well. And so, um, yeah. Write us a, write us a note in the comments say hi yep yeah we've got two angel we got two angels now we got angie and angela yeah <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming in but if you're new here welcome to the channel i'm iris have you. and i'm margo and, in and, I'm <laughs> and he's dale in the middle <laughs> yes. we've got annabelle and randy hobbs as well and tonight our guest is Dale Stacy with Earth Star Spiritual Center. You can see more online on his Facebook page, Facebook account, with his uh, wife, Jeannie Stacy. Normally you'll see their name as Dale Jeannie Stacy <laughs> <laughs> online. And tonight we have Dale. And to give you a little bit of an intro, hi there, Joshua. Glad to see you. Uh, give you a little bit of intro for some background on Dale. Uh, Dale and Jeannie Stacy are ministers and abbots of Earth Star Spiritual Center that officially started in 2002, but their background is before that all the way to 99. Uh, Dale will elaborate on that as he goes. A little bit, though, of Dale's background, even though he is currently a master of martial arts, Reiki, Huna, all types of shamanism, and a lot more. Uh, he was in the past an officer both in the Air Force and later on in the Greensboro Police. Uh, 
So yeah, so you know he's he's been a gumshoe. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a clock that he's he's checked the clock like the rest of us once in a while, uh, in the past as well. So for gumshoe sandals. <laughs> You went from gumshoe to sandals. Good one, Art. <laughs> gumshoe to flip flops. We got to find a good yeah, flip flops. <laughs> Uniforms to pajamas. I think I remember hearing you say at one yeah. presentation years ago at a at a try at one of the um, body mind spirit expos, which is where uh, well some of the places that uh, in the past I've met Dale. We've had um, many conversations years and years ago about uh, how he set up Earth Star, how I set up Lua. Uh, he was actually, uh, found him and Jeannie were actually foundational for getting Lua off the ground with expedient in information that was crucial. And we're forever grateful for that. Both uh, Earth Star and Lua uh, continue to thrive and have great success. And We've shared a lot of uh, mutual friends, and we've shared a lot of mutual students. Um, a lot of a lot of uh, our students have gone back and forth, learning different things uh, from both of us as uh, energetic teachers as well as spiritual teachers. So, uh, inadvertently, my paths with my path with Dale and Jeannie has crossed many times. So uh, we've always enjoyed it. It's always been awesome. Yes. And so I brought that. Uh, awareness to Iris and Iris dug up all the research queen. <laughs> she dug up some really cool information and was like, yes, yes, yes. Let's get this on board. Absolutely. So to bring us back into focus a little bit more for tonight's topic, uh, Dale, I'm going to let you introduce your yourself, your topic and get the conversation started. Thank okay, you well, for being here. Well, aloha, first of all, and, and thank you for having me tonight. So, uh, yes, uh, Mahalo. Mahalo. You know, Margo and I, this is going on almost two decades here. That we've wow. known each other. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so we've been doing this a while, I guess, 40 years. And, you know, if we count up that. <laughs> Between us. Uh, yes, I thought uh, it'd be a great time, as always, to talk about aloha consciousness. And also talk about maybe our Earth superpowers, because uh, uh, a lot of times folks don't realize how much superpowers uh, they have within themselves, because everybody has several superpowers. And uh, what happens is we just don't know that. Uh, it's almost like we're uh, like in Wizard of Oz with Scarecrow, right? He didn't know he was smart until he got this piece of paper, this diploma, and said he was smart. And then all of a sudden he had all these figures in his head. So, so these skills that all of us have, they've been with us since, I mean, we were born. So, you know, we didn't have to necessarily learn these things. They're, they've been with us when we incarnated. So, so it's nice to know what these are. And then that way we can focus on trying to do those skills, uh, perhaps even a hundred percent of our day. Wouldn't that be wonderful? So, so Ooh, if you yeah. could just start off being aware of that and doing maybe, just doing them 50% of your day. And then soon you'll realize that, yes, this is what I do. And I do it so naturally. So, so it'd be nice if we can all do our superpowers 100% of the day, because that's why we're here. And of course, all that is Aloha consciousness. That's cool. Now, I think Iris came up with a good question about Aloha in general. 
Um, a lot of people from the mainland don't actually know what aloha means besides hello and goodbye. Yeah. Could you elaborate on that, please? Yeah, it, uh, it just means love. So, so that's why you can say it uh, when you meet someone and you say it as someone's going away. It, you're just expressing and sharing love. So you're really sending out a blessing. That's what you're doing, aloha. And, and of course, the way we use it at Earthstar is uh, uh, the book I finished writing last year as the title of Aloha with a period between it. And, uh, and that stands for the, the five aspects of Aloha being the all-loving creator is the A. The L is love. O is our oneness because we're all one in a greater sense, right? We're all uh, children yeah. of God. So yeah. uh, H is walking the heart path. And that's just making sure that we see, hear, and feel the love in every moment, because that way we know that we're in Aloha. <clears throat> and then uh, A is uh, as above, so below, uh, because oh. everything that's in the cosmic world is right here in our 3D matrix world. And matter of fact, it's right here inside our body. So, yes. uh, so if we want to understand anything in a greater sense, just go to our own body. <clears throat> this is the, the user manual right here. And with our 3D matrix, a lot of folks don't realize how to be in connection with this set of tissues and <laughs> joints and nerves that's been with you your entire lifetime. So that's the 3D matrix to keep us away from that literally self-empowerment. Right, right. That is fantastic. Thank you. You mentioned a book. Is it uh, available for purchase? Yes. It's on uh, Amazon. Yes, it sure is. Good, so, good. Uh, just at the last year, it's a uh, more of a philosophical uh, shaman book, uh, just based on Aloha consciousness and Ascension good. shaman. Yeah. And I'm what is the name of it? Oh, wait, let me go get a picture in that way. Okay, yeah, yay! <laughs> a good visual. Yes. So Joshua, Lee, and Heather have all joined us. Aloha. Yay. yay. Back up here, there we go. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty. Oh. Yeah, so there it is. So it's Aloha, and it's uh, uh, the Ideals of Ascension Shamanism. Yeah. So it's a uh, It's just $9.99. Yep. And good. Uh, after if you have Kindle, it's only three thirty-three. Oh. And uh, if you have Kindle, where you have to pay to belong to Kindle uh, membership, it's zero. So, oh, cool. yeah, so I wanted to make sure that it got out to the to the world. So, so Aloha, just type in uh, Aloha, and you can just put Dale Stacy on uh, uh, Amazon, and you'll find it. Look for that pretty blue color and the little stairs is our spiral stair. Yeah, thank you. Good, the good, good. Thank you. Outlook on shamanism and and dealing with the the who, what, when, where, how, and why, right? The, the six aspects of any good investigative or police reporting, right? You got to find out the the who, what, when, where, how, and why. If you can understand those those six aspects and apply that really to every decision, everything in life, my goodness, you'll have this well-rounded totality of circumstances uh, to help you live and make decisions. Excellent. All right. Iris found you a visual. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that is awesome. That is very, very awesome. See, it is so easy to find on Amazon. I was able to throw it on the screen just like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> if I can do it, you can do it. <laughs> and um, 
also that reminds me i was going to show ah angela says it's uh in my shopping cart for the next <laughs> Amazon oh, thank you angela i'm gonna have to do the same yes and Absolutely. Um, i also wanted to share let's see this is your earth star spiritual center um yes so, so we're a multi-faith center for living aloha like i just said and uh you know discovering our wholeness because we're all whole right we're all all god's children so and, uh, and of course the way to do that is through shamanism that is the way we teach it and shamanism is if you want a definition of shamanism it's the harmony of mind body and spirit right so the mind thinks of something imagines something right the body then moves and right i mean you can't think about buying a lottery ticket you have to actually go to the store and buy it right? and then the spirit of course helps us to create that it inspires us to more creation so so that's what shamanism is it's the harmony of mind body and spirit wow thank you thank you that's wonderful thank you so part of tonight's topic was um talking about superpowers that we naturally have and you've also mentioned six steps yes. or six piece aspects or i'm not sure how you want to characterize yeah, that aspects. could you aspects thank you could you elaborate on those so that sure. our viewers can have a more well-rounded uh grip on the concepts that you're yeah. presenting yeah. yeah so uh when we think about our earth superpowers and and notice that when you say earth superpowers that's esp Right. So what is your ESP? Ah! And uh, and uh, in the back of that, uh, the book that uh, was just on the screen, I have a set of worksheets in that that will actually help you to find out what your Earth superpowers are. Yeah. So basically, your Earth superpowers are your gifts, your abilities, uh, your skills and your talents. Well, just a different word for all those things, right? Oh, and yeah. even your goals, right? So it's really everything that you're good at doing naturally. Uh, you don't have to think about doing it. You just go and you do it. And you're very successful at doing that. It's very easy to do, very simple for you to do. I mean, just think about uh, uh, somebody being able to cook this wonderful meal, like Jeannie. She just cooks this wonderful meal. And I always compliment her on how the meal is. And she goes, well, anybody could do that. I said, no, not anybody. Some people burn boiling water. They can't do that. <laughs> so it's just the reason why it's easy for you because you're a master at doing this. That's, that's, a, that's, that's not a major earth superpower cooking, right? I mean, it's a wonderful one because you're feeding people. Uh, so, so it's all the energy. Yeah, exactly. she's still moving energy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, and it has a lot to do. That's why when uh, people have a recipe, you always notice that when you get it from that person who made it, it's wonderful. And then you go home and you try to make it, even though you have the exact recipe, it doesn't come out the same. But it's because it's the energy. Yeah, it's a, a great point with that. So, mm -hmm. uh, our superpowers in it's what you're good at doing. And, uh, and, uh, and so if you can imagine without having to buy the book, just write down just simply 10 things that you're good at doing. Yeah. And, and the thing is, you know, when we used to do this in class, uh, it was amazing how sometimes that's hard for people to do. Remember, that's what popped in my head. I, I was going to say, some people are going to struggle with that. Yeah, yes, exactly. Cause think about 
how often we're told of the things we have done wrong, but how often we are not told, uh, or actually it's not often at all, we're not told of the things we do good. So, you know, it's almost like we're pre-programmed to know the negative stuff, but we don't know how to do the affirmative stuff. Well, so, and we also yeah. forget to value ourselves. Yes, exactly. And that's, yes, yes. That self-empowerment, that self-love. So it's really the aloha you have for yourself. And, and we aren't taught to do that, right? And there's many reasons for that, but that's, you know, that's our human that's thing. Right. That's, what that's what we're learning to do here as human beings. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're learning about this little love thing, you know, loving ourselves, loving all those other people around us, uh, loving all the catalysts that we receive from other people, you know, and we think, oh my gosh, why does somebody do that? But we don't realize that was a loving action because now we get to learn from that. You know, uh -huh. Mirrors, triggers, yeah. enemies, exactly. friends, yeah. all of yeah. it. Yeah, all, all of it. Yeah. Especially family. Yeah. yeah, so on the superpowers end, for an example, my, for me personally, my overriding gift is being a guide or guiding. So that's my umbrella gift. I, I'm a guide. So I try to make sure that everything I do throughout the day, 100% of the day, I try to make sure, am I being a guide in some form or fashion? Right? And then the three things, the three actions I take underneath being a guide is the first is teaching. And the second is healing. And the third is protecting. Because that's, you know, for 20 years, I carried a gun for a living, you know. Yeah, like we said yeah. earlier, I push those out for flip flops and Tai Chi, uh, you know, pajamas, and that's what I do now. <laughs> yeah, so uh, so my overriding uh, perspective then or gift is a guide or guiding, and then my three earth superpowers under that are teaching, healing, and protecting. And so I try to make sure that my entire day encompasses those four things, right? And uh, and of course. Uh, you can also break down each one of those gifts even more if you want some more detail. So, for instance, under my teaching, uh, the three things that I do under teaching is I facilitate, I uh, write, and I life coach. And then for my healing superpower, um, for that I'm directing energy, I'm a projecting aloha, and I'm blessing. And then my superpower of protecting uh, for that, I am being vigilant, I am disclosing, and I'm promoting mind, body, spirit awareness. So now I have those nine things that I interject. So really, if I stick with doing those nine things throughout the day, then I know that I'm living my earth superpower. So how wonderful if everyone knew exactly what your superpowers are, uh, that you could yeah. express those. And remember, even, uh, you know, if somebody says, well, yes, I'm, uh, let's say I'm a teacher, and somebody goes, well, I'm a teacher too, but I'm not a teacher like you're a teacher. What well, we don't want you to be, because there's only one of you. Remember, that right. other person is taken, right? <laughs> yeah, they've got their thing. They've got their stick, right? You've got to have yours. So so there's right. different ways of being a teacher, right? You could be a professional teacher, or maybe you teach business, or maybe you teach like this, uh, audiovisual presentation. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Maybe you just teach your children. And uh, Oh, and speaking of that, Oh, yeah. uh, one thing that a lot of mothers <clears throat> used to have some uh, consternation about is not recognizing that mothering is a superpower. You know, that oh, is yeah. the number one job on this planet, being a mother. Right? So make Everything sure that yeah. you have anything uh, else. Yes, yeah. if you're a mother, 
that is the number one superpower on this planet. There's none greater than that because we wouldn't be here if we didn't have that, right? Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, make sure you I, I interject. Um, one of my one of my day jobs is helping people look for work and help them with their resumes. And I helped a woman who she said, "Well, I've just been a housewife for twenty years." And I said, yes. "No, there is no such thing as just being a housewife." Yes. I said. Did you volunteer at school for your kids? Oh, yeah, I helped with PTA and I managed their fundraising. And I, did. I said, OK, so you know how to keep books, keep records, keep inventory. Yes. You, you know, I said you took care of the kids. You had to deal with professionals. You had to keep a schedule. You had to maintain um, uh, traffic patterns and things like, you know, for logistics, logistics yes. all that stuff. And by the time I finished her resume, it was a full page. And she was like. Holy cow, I didn't know I did all that. And I said, and I said go forth. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because our skills, a lot of times, uh, we're not validated of how valuable we are. And uh, and we and we're taught to associate a monetary amount with that. Yes. And uh, if we don't have a salary for this, well, am I really doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Doing a value. You know, this ties back into something you said in the conversation right before we went on the air and you mentioned how Moses was going up the mountain to talk to God and he came back down and they were worshiping gold calves and he made the humorous comment, did y'all not pay attention to where I was going? (laughs) The smoke and the fire on top of the mountain. I mean, really. (laughs) Really, we're going to have to burn some bushes up in here. (laughs) So, yeah, so what I'm tying this back to is you're talking about, and in that reference too, uh, I'm listening to what you're saying, the, our idol worship of the golden calf and or our idol worship of monetary gold, uh, material things and you know monetary values put on things and so on. Yes. So in that, we've learned to value that more than our own selves more than the exchange of energy with others, even people we love with our own children, with our own partners, friends, colleagues, clients, students, neighbors, clerk, you know, store clerks, whatever. Yes. And where I'm going with this is I see another tie in. It was one of the main reasons that I started Lua that again, you and your wife were instrumental in helping start. But one of the main reasons that we started that, that Lua was for the pop, what I said was popular demand. And the popular demand was people were becoming, and this was 2002, 2003, 2004, people were becoming more and more aware that mainstream religion did not consistently support their personal, spiritual, emotional growth. Mm-hmm. It was uh, too many times, not always, but too many times in Western culture, the narrative was you're born imperfect, you will die imperfect, you can never be anything more than their word, a sinner. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, it's, it's one dialogue. All right. Yeah. There's there's yeah. many, there's many narratives, many dialogues. And that got old with a lot of people that generally age range wise back then we are talking 15 20 years ago 
Back then, the age range, that started hitting a sour note with people roughly around the age of 30. But I did have 18, 19-year-olds approaching me with this and also people 60, 70, and 80 years old approaching me at the time saying, that narrative does not speak to me anymore, telling me that I'm nothing but a sucker punch on the face of the earth. And that I can't ever be anything else because they became more and more aware of their more their sacred self, the God light within, the the aloha within, you know, their heart chakra or the God, you know, God self, Buddha self, Christ self, whatever you want to call it. Angelic self is another term. And I see that um, reflected again in what you're talking about to continue to nurture that and to help people actually nurture and what I'm hearing you say is helping people to teach them to nurture it for themselves instead of necessarily going to an outside faction to validate their sacredness. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, we're, we are not taught that deep analytical thinking for ourselves to be self-empowered and to have self-love because, uh, a lot of times we're taught that if we we're taught about self-love from a narcissistic standpoint, right? We're taught, don't be so self-loving. You ignore everyone else. And then we just kind of, we throw the baby out with the bathwater. Everything goes out. Right. Right. But we have to love ourselves. You know, if we don't have tank, I mean, gas in our tank, we can't go and help someone else. So we've got to have love within us. When the oxygen so drops down, you got Take care of yourself before you can yes. help other people. <laughs> That's right. You know, you can't be sick and, you know, got a fever and running around trying to help people. Take care of yourself first. Then you can go out and help others, you know. And it's like the old thing about we hear, uh, you know, when the plane goes down yeah. and the oxygen mask comes down, we'll put the mask on you first. Then you can start helping everybody else because if you're unconscious, you're of no help. And you actually create work for other people. More problems. So, yeah. Yes, more problems. <laughs> So, so again, the earth and the earth superpowers really then that is aloha consciousness because uh, you know aloha consciousness is there's not anything new to be loving. I mean, you know, after right. all, uh, Christ said that the greatest commandment is love one another as I've loved you. My goodness, how how much greater a definition of Christianity can you have other than that? So, so aloha consciousness then uh, we just make sure we have our self love and we love ourselves to find out what our what we're good at doing and, and to bring that to the forefront, to the front of our minds so that we know what we're good at doing. And then we actually do it. Right. It's like uh, like you were talking about, Margo, about the, the things that we learned in church. You know, a lot of times we sit around and pray. Well, you know, prayer is good. I mean, it's always good when you're communing with the, the great one. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. just nice when we put some uh, feet to those prayers. Uh, <laughs> we can't pray about having a job and you don't go out and look for a job. Right. I mean, you're praying for somebody to just call you up and say, oh, by the way, we yeah. have this management position for you, paying you $100,000 a year. Would you please come in? Right. That that rarely works. Right. So we got to put feet to our prayers. So same thing with the earth superpowers. As with any other knowledge you receive, now what are you going to do with it? Right. Now we have to implement it and integrate it in and amongst our family friends without them thinking that you uh, belonging to a cult. So that's what we got to right. do. Right. You got a compliment on the uh, public chat from Lee Olson. Oh, right. And Irish run that up so that the uh, YouTubers can see it. Thing, but it. 
uh, around 20 years ago or a little oh, more? Yes, Lee. Yes, in a Reiki class. She met, Reiki, she met you Reiki one, and she says, thank you so much. <laughs> yes. And she says, you, I Lee. like that. Feet to our prayers. Yes. yes. Much aloha, yeah. Lee. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. That's awesome. So my thought here is uh, something tying back into something you just said a minute ago is in your classes, um, in your instruction, you encourage people to start with thinking of at least 10 things that they're good at. Yes. So listeners, viewers, there's a comment section, whoops, over there <laughs> in the window. If you could, if you feel so inclined, guys, type out, I don't expect you to belt out 10, although if you can, that's really awesome. But if you could name maybe two, three, four skills or gifts that you know you're good at, share it with the world. Let's put some energy and power with that by acknowledging it. Feel and free to put in the comments. That needs to be stuff that it's not just because somebody's told you it's good at, you're good at it, but it's because you, you enjoy it and you feel it. It's in your yes. heart. That's that's it right there. The, the enjoyment, the happiness you feel because you know this is why I'm here. This is why yeah. I'm good at doing it. Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, and also another way you can uh, add to that when you get to the list is uh, think about the common childhood dreams you had of what you wanted to do or who you wanted to be because that's going to play in with these gifts you know about yourself. Yeah. Very uh, cool. And Angie came up with a good first example, gardening. Yes. Gardening. Oh. Is, yeah. Yeah. Taking care of Mother Earth. My goodness. Because me, I, you know, I can buy tomatoes. I can do put them in my little thing outside. I mean, I would starve to death if I had to farm. I, I am not. I do not have the farming gene. So please continue with your gardening. So somebody has got to do that to feed everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody is, is good at, at doing things. So so just find out what those are and do these things. Yeah. Lisa's listening, writing, coaching, guiding, singing, and performing. Excellent. And those are good list. And Angela Noel says, I have tons until you said from the heart. <laughs> uh oh. All right, Angela Noel. So from the heart, uh, which okay, you've got yes, you've got tons of good skills. Which ones do you really enjoy doing, executing, experiencing, however you want to say it? Give us your top three. Give us your top fate, your favorite three. Start there, and I think that's going to put put us into that path. Yeah. It does make a difference because there's been stuff in the past mm. that I've done that I was good at, but then I go, but just because I'm good at it doesn't mean that I really want to do it all my life or right. all the time. And, and, and that's that. important. Yeah, that's. And so sometimes you 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 get a new direction by looking. That's one of the first things I ask people when they've been displaced in a job. Uh, and you know, well, you know, and they go, well, you know, I'm getting older, and I really don't want to go back to that job because there was a lot of intensive labor. Well, what have you always wanted to do? What are you interested in? What? And they'll start. And I'll say, well, let's, you've got these skills and you've got this and you could do this with that, you know, and I'll start giving them ideas. That's one of my gifts is <laughs> trying to pull that stuff out of people. But um, yeah, that it's got to be from the heart. 
And yes. whoops, Deborah said being See, able to step back and see a situation holistically. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. That's yeah, that's that's a lot of wisdom. Lisa is yeah, oh go ahead. Oh yeah, because to be able to see, to observe, my goodness, that's a gift. Because now that's you know true. think you have one picture and just think how many interpretations would be from seeing that one picture. And yet someone else could step back and they have this wonderful magnanimous viewpoint of what that means. That is truly a gift. Absolutely. Um, Lee says, would you say that quote from the heart is also that skill where you do it without effort or yes. you feel you're in the zone or in the flow? Exactly. That Those is it. Great. You are, yes, yeah. you are in the zone. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. And then Angela Noel says, got her list up going. Being a mom, being helpful, caring for others, especially children and animals. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So, Angela, you're definitely, mothering is definitely one of your gifts. Yes. If not your overriding gift. That may yeah, be that, your overriding gift, and then you have three superpowers underneath that. Absolutely. Look, divine mother gift kind of uh, influence possibly there. Yes, exactly. Yep. Very cool. Very Just remember cool. to think big. You know, when you start doing this, uh, remember uh, everybody is a divine being. We're all children of God. My goodness, we come from good stock. So, you know, the, the universe is ours. So, yeah. uh, so think big, you know, and don't worry about right now, well, how am I going to make money from this? How am I going to pay the power bill? That's not where you that start. Come later. Okay. Just follow your heart first. And then later on, you can use your mind to figure out how to how to live with. Well, and I think, too, sometimes, you know, once you know your gifts, then the universe can say, ah, they're tuned in. So now we can show the way to get to where you can use them more. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. like a reciprocal. It's a constant cycle. Whereas if you're stuck in doing something that you don't like or that you think, well, I'm good at, but you know, this is the only way I can make money. If you're telling yourself, this is the only way I can make money. Guess what? That's yeah. the only way you can make money. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, don't do how powerful we are. Yes. What do you give your energy to? Yes. yes. Yeah, you start calling up, which is why I wanted to use this. You guys are on top, on point. <laughs> which is why I wanted to use this chat room for guys, list a few things and let's, you know, give energy to it and let the universe start help you manifesting towards yeah. that end and give your, uh, give your dreams some feet. <laughs> start giving attraction. So, Iris, I wanted to put this same question to you. Name three things for yourself. Go! Oh! <laughs> um, that you love doing. I'm a good communicator. Yes, yeah. definitely. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I'm good at seeing, I, I don't quite know how to word this. I can, I can see within people, you know, I, I in, intuitive, psychic, whatever you want to call it. I can, I can pick up on what people need and give that value to them. You know, I mean, 
I'm just so it, it, I got the communication into things and then somebody comes to me a total stranger and I can zone in on what's going on with them and you know so you know, and, and just and ask the right questions to get that energy going that they need to help themselves if that makes sense because I always watch your astrology what's your sun sign uh, I'm Virgo Okay, that's very good for a Virgo to be that sensing. Yeah. So you've got to have some water in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and it is interesting, though, because it is a water sign. I'm, I'm better around water. I, yeah. I, yes. So maybe you're a rising sign or moon sign. Maybe you've got some water in there. Yeah, because um, the other end is um, I'm, I'm right on the cusp of what's October. Uh, Libra. 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 Yeah. Um, Water signs. Uh, Dale, I'm a Pisces and Aquarius. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> well, see, so, yeah, so, see, you're super sensitive, super psychic with the Pisces, right? I mean, you're worldwide with that. Like all, all Pisces, right? you know, that's why most Pisces drink and smoke dope, right? You're trying, yes. to, so much is going, you're trying to bring it down a little world. Sometimes it could be crazy for you, but and then with your Aquarius, so you're worldwide because we're the age of Aquarius now. So you're you're this wonderful air sign that's a water that's bearer. Mm -hmm. uh, got its that's, own magic that way. So that's wonderful. Yeah, I've always yeah. known my and uh, and that's another thing for folks. If you can find out what your uh, astrology is, uh, that will let you know whether you're an earth sign, a fire, air, or water, and that'll just let you know how you assimilate and how you uh, uh, extrapolate mm -hmm. from the world uh, mm -hmm. how you sense things and it would help you because I'm Sagittarius on fire so uh, you know lots of energy with, with fire people just have to make sure that we don't burn people out you know what you're saying kind of lets us tie back into our one-dimensional self yes uh, based on the theory that we evolved uh, from 1d to 2d yes. to 3d to 4 to 5 but yeah connecting to our elemental self lets you tap into those uh, beautiful, wonderful ancient energies that you did have sometime in the past as a first dimensional being. And in your case, fire. And in my yeah. case, I'm, I'm very much a water and, element. And what is Virgo? Because I've forgotten. Is it's it earth? It is earth. earth. Okay. Yeah. Very, very practical. And it's very uh, it's beautiful, changing earth. So uh, as much as earth can move, I mean, you know, it's pretty Morpheus. sturdy. Morpheus yeah. earth. Absolutely. But, uh, but a, a website you can go to is called A Lave. Dot com so a l a b e dot com that's a free birth chart and you you just got to have your time you're born of course you're gonna know your place and and uh, you're gonna know the date now uh, if you don't have a time on your birth certificate I've, I've never known anybody that's asked their mother what time they were born that that worked it was always off <laughs> maybe some moms will actually know the exact time but but use this off because with the uh, Birth chart, you have to be within an hour because the the moon and sun and all that shifts. They all move, yeah. Yeah, with all that. So yeah, so go to alabe.com, see the thing it says uh, free birth chart, plug in all the data, and it'll let you know. Uh, now there's all kind of stuff on there, but keep it simple. Go for your sun sign, your rising sign, which is a uh, is how it, that supports your sun sign, and then okay. your moon sign that is your emotional relationship personality. So just stick with the sun, the rising, and the moon sun. That'll tell you a That'll lot. That'll give you some structure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, one of my 
overall gifts that I enjoy the most is been most easily characterized as a gatekeeper. Yes. Um, I stand in the gate and help people open those rusty doors and squeaky windows and give them safe space that they can go from their old belief system and step towards their next belief system. There is no final belief system, but they find that out later. <laughs> but it, I get people to go from one gate uh, through a door and through a door and through a door. Well, that's and great. Well, that's your that's your gift then. Like mine is guide or guiding. Then your your main gift then is gatekeeping. And now you got three things under that. I finally got an aha about all this a couple of months ago um, that kind of confirmed that. We're going from the age of Pisces. Well, we are uh, in the age of Aquarius. We left Pisces for Aquarius. And that's what I am. I'm a Pisces and Aquarius. My zodiac is the gatekeeper. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly. team. yeah. That's I was like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> what a, what a that's neat good. confirmation that it's been 53 years. You think I would have caught on? <laughs> you know, she finally got it. I finally made that connection. So we got some more cool comments from our guests. Heather, I'm a great listener. People, strangers find it easy to open up to me. When I was younger, it used to bother me. Then my dad told me that everyone needs someone to open up to. And if people felt that comfortable with me, then I was blessed with a gift. Yes. And Heather, apparently you blessed other people with your gift too. And she's a Virgo. And she's a Virgo. <laughs> Virgos yeah. are very, very earth cuddly, warm people. Yeah. Usually, and, uh, and big difference between hearing something and listening. So, because uh, you know, listening—if we listening—that's a heart. That's a heart skill uh, to actually listen. Yeah. Although I do have a funny. My my dad and my sister and I uh, are, or my dad was Virgo. Okay, so at the dinner table, it was. Three of us Virgos and my mom was Taurus. And so Ooh. she'd come in and we'd go, yeah, Taurus, the bull. <laughs> oh, yeah. She was that strong and she, you know. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> so always, always, always the mix match. Yeah. Now Virgo's the I'm the odd man out because all of my my kids were born in January and February and my grandkids were born in the summertime and there's all the Virgos are gone in my family except for my sister and she's on the West Coast so I don't have anybody defending me at my dinner table anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like your family has had found balance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Dale, what are your what are your signs, dear? Since we're running around oh, in well, this, I'm, I have two water signs for right. So I'm a rising Scorpio. So. Goes along great with my detective skills right? and oh. likes the mysteries of life, the universe. Yes. And then my uh, water signs, Cancer. Yeah. So oh, steamy. cool. Yeah. So I've got two water signs in the fire. So sometimes get steamy wow. here inside my head. <laughs> the other parts of my signs are earth signs. So I end up being mud. <laughs> in Chinese, I'm a muddy sheep. <laughs> muddy sheep. <laughs> the Chinese. Oh, Zoology, yeah. yeah, zoology. That's right, zodiac. <laughs> and, the, and, zodiac. Our, and when we talk about the zodiac too, remember, even though we may have a sun sign, uh, try to integrate those qualities. Uh, every, you know, because they roll around every month. So, 
try to uh, emulate and adjust to the qualities that are going on. Uh, for instance, now we're in Aquarius. So, so yeah. read up on what some of the aspects of Aquarius is, you know, being very open-minded, broad-minded, communicating, distributing. So notice how that would affect your sun sign. So try to integrate every single month, every single sign into your life the whole year. So that way you have a whole wheel of the year you get to work with because really remember we're all everything. So, uh, so mm -hmm. try, try to use that. It's here. So. Yeah. It's, it's all in, it's all in there. Yes. So yeah. Lee asked, what was that website that Dale just mentioned? Yeah. Can you spell uh, that for us yeah. again? A-L-A-B-E. So A-L-A-B-E. So A -L -A -B -E. Is it B as in boy? Yeah, be like boy. Yeah. So Iris, did you get that? Yeah, I'm gonna I put it, I tacked it on the end of this. So <laughs> let's that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. A yeah, yeah, that's it. Alab.com. And uh and, and go down where it says free birth chart. Because you know. They're obviously going to sell stuff too. So just do yeah. the free birth chart and it, uh, it'll give you your three main signs and also give you all your planets, which is great. But you know, that that's a lot of info. So if you, if you got too much info and you can't bring it to the forefront of your mind, you can't use it. So, yeah. So right. stick to the, for now, just stick to the sun, your rising Maybe sign, and moon sign. Moon yeah. sign, sun sign, rising sign. Very cool. We got a few more comments coming in, and Lee says thank you so much. And Heather says, "Still discovering myself and my gifts. Spent several years caring for both of my parents till they passed on. Love and appreciate the knowledge you have shared here. Thank you. Oh, Absolutely, yeah. I think uh, all of us can relate to taking care of senior citizen parents yes. in our lives. Yeah. Uh, all three of us have done that. Yeah. And uh, yep, and so watching. Heather, you're definitely a healer." So healing is obviously one of your gifts. So, yeah. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Uh, more and more people are getting interested in death doula. Have you heard of that? I'm sure you've heard of that. I'm sure you've yeah, birthing doulas and midwives and all that. But there's a growing trend for sacred death and sacred passing. And they're called in one occupation. It's called death doula, D-O-U-L-A. And that's a type of healer, too. Yes, it and, is. And I've had a lot of people come up, uh, you know, talk to me, you know, spiritual stuff, uh, readings, or just, you know, socializing. And they mentioned that people had a tendency to die around them, <laughs> that they went to visit or whatever. And sorry, I have a sense of humor about that. <laughs> and uh, would you put their names up, please, so we know who these people are? <laughs> so we can get around who they are. And, it took them a long time. It's it takes them a while to process this, but I've learned to use language, sweetie. You're what we might call an angel of mercy. This is a sacred process to gracefully go from this existence into your next existence, whatever your belief system and you know in, it describes it as. But to help people do that, or people just do it spontaneously in your presence. Yes, that's a very specific and highly regarded type of healer that can help people transition. And then about five years later, I saw these online schools. Now they're offering certification and now even degrees in um, death, uh, death doula and passing and passage and 
it's a branch of hospice now and all this other really cool stuff. God, that's so that's great. actually a skill set that some people don't talk about <laughs> right yeah. away. Yeah. yeah. Helping people die with yeah. grace and ease. Yeah. And that's definitely healing. My goodness, what a superpower. Help people ready for the journey. Uh-huh. Yeah. When you die with grace and ease, your ancestors are benefiting as well as your descendants. Yeah. Everybody benefits up and down, not just you. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a ripple effect. We're talking, yes. I'm, I'm referring to the natural ripple effect. Yes, which is. happens whenever you do anything nice or loving or whatever. Yes. But death doula, yeah, now you're really hitting your ancestors as well as your descendants. Yeah, and, and that's what we're talking about, like with our Earth superpowers, you know, that's healing. So when people think, well, well, I don't really know if I'm a healer, or, you know, you wouldn't think something like death doula is a healer, but yes, that's healing. So it's just like teaching anything, teaching, uh, uh, you know, facilitating all that. Everybody has their own little niche for that. So, so uh, you can have that superpower too. There, there's more than enough to go around for, for all that. Oh yeah, I mean we're eight billion, and one of the intuitive uh, reads that I heard that I agree with is that we're heading for twenty-two billion. Mm-hmm. That the planet can actually support that at least. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at double or more. So that also means you know more people are going to go through the life cycle and yep. pass on. With, you know, and with grace and ease is, is, is one of the ways that they do it. And Lee said, so glad you mentioned death doula, Margo. I've been interested in this. Uh, Lee, uh, get in touch with me off the show and, you know, Facebook or email or whatever, or text me. And I will hook you up with people in the triad that you can talk to that are, um, that have, the, that do this. That's they, they uh, know them through their studies, through their actual practice. And, See if that's a skill set you want to keep developing. Be more than happy to pass those names on. That'd be great. So absolutely. Yeah, there you go. A little bit of gatekeeping right there. That's right. There you go. <laughs> I can see the tagline now for the business card. Dying to meet you. <laughs> Getting lead through that door. Absolutely. <laughs> that's starting to remind me of Ghostbusters, though. Are you the gatekeeper? Are you the keyboard? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's a discussion that me and my husband had years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Just as long as your name isn't Gothar, we're good. good. (laughs) I generally stick with Margo. (laughs) Sometimes people talk about spiritual names and you can hear a slightly different spiritual name for their higher self. And nope, across the board, everybody's like, nope. Your Margo, your Margo out in the ethers too. And really what that means is that my parents heard when that came time to name me, my parents heard the correct name. So, or not correct, but they heard the name that was echoing out there. So it's kind of cool. Um, Cause lots of times what I've noticed is somebody's spiritual name is very similar to their 3d name because that's just the way their parents heard it. You know? Yes, exactly. So, yeah, and that's just part of being connected. That's part of being. Um, interestingly enough, my parents were uh, uh, textbook thumping atheists. <laughs> that's an easy way to explain it. Um, however, their behavior didn't didn't show up that way, but verbally, that's what they professed to. Right. So it's you can inspiration has my point being inspiration has nothing to do with religion. 
Yeah. It has exactly. to do. It has to do with where you're connected inside. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And how? Yeah. Yeah. Feeling, being in the yeah. flow. Exactly. As Lee said. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Um, if you would just take a minute, I, I don't know, it, it probably might take longer than that, but I just want to kind of, because we've talked about it in a nutshell, the 3D versus the 4D versus, it, do you have a general, because Definitely. we've that around, a general explanation so that maybe somebody who's listening doesn't understand when we talk about, you know, if they're thinking 3D, you know, okay, it's it's a box and it's got depth to it. Versus, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Dale, what is your definition of a one D, two D, three D, four D, five D? Yeah, How so one D. Uh, of course, I've studied the teachings of Ra, and I found those to be incredibly a great way to understand our realities. Uh, now, yeah. teachings of Ra, which uh, you know, you can go on a L and L research, uh, look that up on the internet. All their books are free on the internet. So Ooh. yeah, very loving people. They're uh, they're in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. So nice. And, and one of the original channelers, uh, he's still living, Jim. Yeah. So Ooh. that that's nice because this was this happened back in the early eighties. Yeah. Okay. So as far as a uh, raw then one uh, D then that's you're looking at elemental forces. So that's the, that's our astrology. So wow, nice to tie all that in. So so that's our one uh, D then uh, first density. Uh, would be the air, fire, earth, water. Yeah. Uh, second density is pets. Uh, so all our animals, uh, plants. So all those things that uh, go toward light and all those things that are growing from the, the animal sense. <clears throat> and, uh, and the wonderful thing about everyone having pets uh, and caring for animals is, remember, the only way they get to move to 3D is they have to go through the 2D. And, and in order for them to move to 3D, they have to start to learn how it is to be inside when it's raining, to be cared for, to be fed. So they have to start taking on these human qualities. And, and uh, you ever notice how some of the pets look just like the owners? My goodness, <laughs> how, how they favor. Yeah, so, so you're helping your pets to move on to 3D. That's a wonderful thing. And then uh, third density, of course, that's where we are. So third density is about self-awareness. And that's what we're trying to be. We're trying to be uh, consciously aloha, right? Uh, yeah. So self-aware of who we are, why we're here. Uh, those six things we've talked about, the who, what, when, where, how, and why. And that's what the 3D is about. Uh, now, fourth density is about love. And when we get to fourth density now, that's when we get super psychic, right? We have these little light bodies and stuff. We can fly and do all those things. There's really no secrets in 4D, fourth density. Because everybody can read everybody else's minds. <clears throat> so, and Deception heart. Is so the thing of the we, past, we, right? we know everything, right? And we, we know everything and what people are thinking and all that. So, so that's a, a great density to be in to learn about the love. And then, of course, 5D, uh, we move to wisdom and light. <clears throat> yeah. And then uh, 6D is, is unity. And that's where the raw people are. They're in 6D, getting ready to go to. Do the 70s. So, uh, and then we hear the word dimension. So, so really just think dimensions could be uh, uh, similar to uh, every key on the piano, right? Uh, that's a different dimension because it's a different note, a different vibration, different sound. So we experience different dimensions. And I know people use those words interchangeably, dimensions yeah. and densities. Yeah. And, uh, and we get, we, because we hear a lot about people going from 
3D trying to skip 4D to go to 5D. And I'm going, now, wait a minute. We, we can't skip fourth grade. We need fourth grade before we move to fifth grade. So you're going to make it harder. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so when you hear uh, the thing about going from 3D, 4D, 5D, just think of density. And the reason it's called density from the raw teachings because it's the denseness uh, of the light that's within us. So uh, uh, we're, we have 3D density now. But when we move to 4D, when we make that transition, uh, you know, we have more light in us, so we're denser. Yeah, so that's why it's called a density. That's where that, that's why they use those words to help Thank us you. understand. So we're denser really or we're less dense because. Uh, yeah, we're we're not very uh, we're not very dense here in 3D. We're <laughs> it uh, it takes a while, you know, because in, in 3D the way our cycles work. Uh, uh, now 1D that time frame that can last for however long it needs to last because just think that's how planets are born and that's what planets go through right they go through those elemental stages right the earth is formed you have water you have fire right you, you have all you have the wind the air yeah so that's a planetary thing so just think that could take as long as that needs to take you know billions of years right mother earth four and a half billion years old right? and then a 2d uh, that could take maybe a couple thousand, if not longer years. There's really no time frame for that because it depends mm -hmm. when animals want to move on, when uh, trees, plant life want to evolve in the animals and move on. We have a 75 year cycle, 75,000 year cycles. Mm -hmm. So we're, we are now, according to Ra, uh, we could be in the very end stage of this 75,000 years. Yeah, we are. <laughs> you know, the, the train is getting ready to leave the station, so we yeah. got to go somewhere. So we either have enough love in us, and we have to have at least 51%. That's the goal, to be 51% aloha. And, and then if you do, you get to move on to 4D. But if not, you'll just go to another 3D place. So if you really love 3D and the way it is, and uh, or fret not, You'll get to do it the, the next lifetime if that happens to be your choice of how you believe right, the, the continuity yeah. of life. Right? Yeah. And, uh, but now three, so three D. Then it's it's seventy five thousand year cycles. So and then once that's finished, it's another seventy five thousand years. So we have a opportunity, and you can also progress every twenty five thousand years of that seventy five thousand mm -hmm. if you want to. Uh, you have smaller leaps, right? Jump. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, now 4D, when we get there, we're, we're looking at a, a 30 million years. That takes 30 million years to get through 4D, right? Uh, 50 million years to get through 5D. So, yeah, we're, we're going to be here a while, right? <laughs> 70 million years to get through 6D. So, uh, so, you, so please don't be impatient about life. Uh, we've got the rest of our time. Eternity. Right. Yeah. So uh, don't be in a rush because we'll, we'll get it one way or another. And remember, we all have to be somewhere and you're going to be somewhere. And uh, it's up to you how much love is in your life. That's the Aloha consciousness. Remember, wh whether we're in a gulag or a, a Siberian camp or whether we're living in a penthouse or on the beach of Hawaii, right? we, we have to decide how much Aloha consciousness is in us. Because, you know, I remember one time we went to Disney World with the kids and we're standing in line at Starbucks. People are complaining because they're having to wait in line at Disney World at Starbucks. I'm going, folks, we're in the Magic Kingdom here. How are you complaining at all? How does that enter into the 
bigger. Yes. Bigger people so, think bigger. <laughs> so remember, wherever you are, it doesn't matter. Throughout all of eternity, you have to figure out uh, how much love you have within you, how much love you're going to share, and how much love you're just going to sprinkle around. I mean, that's that's an eternal goal, so that doesn't go away. So regardless of the situation, find out where the love is. Uh, where is it within you and where is it with those around you? And if you can't find it with those around you, well, find somebody else that you can share it with. So it's, it's a pretty easy formula, really. Uh, <coughs> just to find love. Uh, the thing is, we aren't taught to be uh, self-critical about that, to find the love within us because right. we aren't taught how beautiful and loving and special we are. You know, we're, you know, we have grades in school. I mean, my gosh, we, you know, we get evaluated with things, uh, and let alone all the parental stuff that, you know, yeah. the best they can. You know, they're trying to feed the kids and buy boxes of cereal and, you know, live life too. Right. Yeah. So, uh, and so we actually right. stay aloha minded. And that's in the very front of our mind that everything uh, we want to be able to see, hear, and feel the love in every moment. And if we could do that, uh, you'll be amazed at how much your day changes. And then, of course, mm -hmm. Start doing it every day, and you're going to soon realize how much your life changes. And it was so easy to do. And, and you'll get to a point where we go, Why did I not see that? Why did I not hear that? How could I not have felt that? My goodness. Yeah. Awesome. You've uh, got lots of gratitude flying at you, Dale, off of uh, Facebook. Heather's saying, I really needed to hear all of this tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You got a triple TY. Oh, Good, Good job. Good job. And, uh, yeah. and I think it's, and it's about that time. I think we're at a good landing place to, cause we, boy, it's been a great flight tonight. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we definitely have got to have you back, Dale, because there's. Please, please come back and play Dale. Thank yeah. you so much. Yes. And we know, um, you, we know you have more to say. Because <laughs> <laughs> I am a Sagittarius. Yeah. <laughs> well, you are a wealth of information and the fact that you're willing to share it. We are so appreciative. Thank you so much. Most welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you Namaste. to the people with us, uh, both the newcomers and the repeat people. <laughs> we appreciate you being here. And uh, with that, we will say good night. Right. Good night. Mama. Aloha. Hello. Joining Mahalo. me, Indigo, with Iris Carter and Margot Ross Sears. Music is Arcadia by Kevin McLeod of Incomptech.com, licensed under Creative Commons. Visit our Facebook page for broadcast details, www.facebook.com slash Eyes of Indigo. Show is copyrighted 2021 by Iris Carter and Margot Ross Sears, all rights reserved. Oops, wait a minute.